0: Does discovery rate that the discovery itself is but a show away? With over 1,800 shows and growing, we bring you those liberating stories that help you on your own life's journey from every single topic you can think of. The only common denominator is authenticity and living in your meaningful purpose. Come and read our new ebook, plus see our discovery store and what wonderful tools we have for you. Do enjoy our shows and don't forget to share. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Their Story Matters. I'm Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Corina Holt. Attuned to love, she says. Love, what is that? It's something we all seek. It's something we're born with. It's something that we seem to lose and find again in all the wrong places, all the right places. It's something we make complicated. It's something that's so simple, yet we still battle to get it Right. Karina is an author of Poetic Ascension, a true love and creator of poetry with uh, benefit video series. Her poetry is visual as well as audio, and the words speak to you in a way that they transcend your thought and go straight to your heart and soul. Half the time, the reason why we have such a hard time finding love, living in love, seeing love, is because we're doing it from the head. and We're not allowing the heart, the soul and the spirit to have the conversation. How do we ignite our heart to see the beauty in the world? To see what is absolutely spectacular about our life and our opportunities and our planet and each other? How do we go through that maze of discontent and manage to override it to see what really is wonderful about love? So let's take this journey with Karina. Find out what led her to leading this wonderful weaving of poetry and tapestry into the universal teachings and How we can embrace love because, folks, I'm sorry, you can't live without it. Welcome to the show, Karina.
1: Oh, thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: A delight. Um, I've listened to your um, Poetic Ascension Enhanced ebook trailer, which is right here on the posting. And, you know, I love the way you feed all of the senses. You know, you have the words, you have the feeling behind it, Um, you have the the music and you have the the visuals, and I think people get so stuck on kind of like one dimension that they forget that we need to feed the senses.
1: Yes, absolutely. It, the The kind of irony with this is that I was never a huge fan of poetry, and so uh, when it came to me, I was actually writing a nonfiction book called, mm-hmm. and uh, was writing prose, had maybe half the book done. And then I came to a point where, a mm, little bit of writer's block, and I thought, well, you know, I've been writing a really long time, I just need a break from it. And when I came back to the writing, after a little break, I started to rhyme, and I thought, this is, and I kept doing it, like, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, ad, ad nauseum, really, you know, I was like, wow, what's going on here, at The, you know, and then I started noticing, wow, this is poetry, right? And so... I started listening to that, and I said, "Okay, well, maybe one poem per chapter. You know, break it up." And then pretty soon, I had a poem per chapter, and then I'd go read the poem. I'm like, "I don't need to read the rest of the chapter. You know, why read two thousand words? Read two hundred. You know." Well, you you know,
0: well case in point, as I said, we like to complicate things, and then when you allowed the poetry to come through, it simplified it.
1: It it really did, and so I. But you know, mentally, I kept pushing forward, oh, I've got half this book done, you know, and just know the poetry kept coming, and and then the mind had all kinds of things to say about (laughs) rhyme, and, you know, just, you know, it kind of fought it the whole way. Yes. You know, I came from a family of very analytical, linear, mathematical, scientific people, Mm -hmm. and I was the only artist um, in the family tree since, you know, the Civil War, right, and so, you know, it was a really... I odd kind of upbringing where I didn't feel like I fit into this nest of, of loving, wonderful people, but they didn't understand me. And But the beauty of that is that it really helped me as a free-spirit artist to be grounded and to learn how to operate and navigate in the world um, as I went through. So, it was a gift, even though it was difficult at times. And so, you know, fast forward, when the poetry started coming, you know, my very analytical mental mind said, hmm, this is, eh, Okay. et cetera. But then really paying attention, um, it was really answering the questions that I, you know, the Mm summary of the conscious journey that I had been on. And so it also brought in the art, which I had put away. uh, My degree was in art, and I had spent 20 years of my professional life doing it. And then when I moved into coaching and healing and that work for over 12 years, I had really kind of put the art aside. And so, when I went into my cocoon for three years uh, at the end of a chapter, you know, high self was saying, we're bringing the art back. And this is the time to integrate all of your life experiences to create this new thing. Mm. And so, I was like, Okay, you know, all right, this is interesting, but it took, you know, it took a while, you know, it took three years to kind of, to be what it's you know, unfolding to be. So, yeah.
0: It's your unique self, you know, this is the thing is, um, society dictates that we go down a certain path, you know, uh, be normal, do what everybody else does, and when you look at it, nothing is normal, um, mm-hmm. you know, and but we're, we're told to conform, and yes. if it's good enough for me, it's good enough for you, and we, what we don't take into account are the gifts that were given. you were given the artistic gift, but mm-hmm. you were um, people just ex- expected to go down a different linear path um, as you said, the tools that you get from that became your grounding, became mm-hmm. your your foundation which to build from, but you could not deny your artistic gift because mm-hmm. that's what you're for. And it's mm-hmm. it's never too late in life, is it, uh, for that? And whatever experiences that you've had beforehand always become a structure or tools or techniques that you can use in the world that you really are meant to be.
1: Mm, for sure. And, the you know, it was the reflection on, you know, being in the coaching and healing world, I was very interested in root causes yeah. of, you know, why do we suffer? And I had suffered from you know extreme depression for over two years and i hid it because you know in our family it's like put on your happy face yes. and, and no know, one wants complain. to
0: know no one
1: wants yeah, to know. yeah exactly it's like <laughs> let's not air all of that right and I, you know and i respect the intention of but um it wasn't addressing what was you know and it was kind of sweeping it under the carpet and and so there was a point in time where i was looking at what's what is it really about because I could look at my life and say, I have no good reason to be depressed. Look around, you know, all these people who have so much more suffering and uh, domestic violence and and abuse or, or, you know, something really, really horrific. And so I would judge myself if depressed. And then, of course, that would just add on to the depression. And so through the coaching and healing it really opened up channels for me to get a spiritual view of what, what's really happening, and I saw it energetically as blocks. We, you know, whether you have a physical imbalance or mental or emotional, I saw it all coming down to, you know, energetic blocks in the system. And the, well, what, was, what was creating those? And it was very much about the mind resisting mm-hmm. the flow of Source. Coming into the body, whether that flow is direction for your purpose or um, you know healing relationships or what have you, and so it was the blockage of energy that was creating the depression, and of course, we all have unique reasons for those blocks, but fundamentally, that was what was happening. And I was, like, okay, well, then what do I do to get through those and so I spent over a decade really deeply. And Engrossed in you know the personal growth and understanding energy and the flow of it, and so all that too has come into uh the poetry mm-hmm. and
0: it's tapping but, into yeah i mean this this is the thing is um I think the people right now that are awakening uh, are extremely lucky because the vibrational energy that's there right now is in such beautiful flow. And I know, you know, people go and look at what's going on in the world and go, what are you talking about? There's so much discord out there. This is mm-hmm. just the, the shake-up. You know, we have a motto here. It's kind of shake it up to wake it up, to step it up, to change it up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we're having the shake-up right now. People are waking up and now mm-hmm. the invite is to step it up and that is stepping into, into the empowerment of self in your voice, you know, from your heart you know, in the ignition um, um, unity of your soul and I think that um, it's a really wonderful time to be waking up people like yourself and many others have already kind of paved the way and so it's so much easier for people to tap into that beautiful divine energy right now, isn't it?
1: It it really is, and I I see with my clients the the speed at which they're transforming. Mm-hmm. That once they start to wake up to, you know, there's something more than this, and where do I go from here? And, uh, you know, what are the root causes? You know, and wanting to take ownership yeah uh, of the issues and where I didn't see that ego nearly. It would take a while yeah. of coaching to kind of get there, and so I see a, a great speed, but. Also speaking to what you said about you know all the chaos out there, mm-hmm. you know so much of that is it's true. There's also a perception of it being even greater than what I think it probably is because it's so sensationalized mm-hmm. on all on all the media channels. And not denying it's there, of course, but to what degree? Who knows, right? But it appears to be chaos everywhere. There's no there's no peace or goodness in any nook and cranny of the planet. I mean, that it can look that way if you're really paying attention to all that. But so that's another aspect of the, this positive media that I'm creating, not in the book, but in the shows, Attuned to Love Unplugged. It's a, it's a space for us to gather and to watch positive media and, you know, give the mind something to be entertained with, but also to take in the power and energy of color and harmony and beauty and um, beautiful music that touches your heart and mes- universal messages. And so it, 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 that love that we have for gathering together in community of like minds, and heart, it, it creates that opportunity. And then rather than negative media, we have positive media. And that serves as kind of a bridge then to relax the mind and body and then be able to move into contemplation or meditation or, or just simple relaxing but our nervous systems are so hungry to just... I know. (sighs) You know, know.
0: there's more post-traumatic stress today in the world than ever before. And, you know, and I think it's, it's... when I mean, we, we I do a lot of veterans and we talk about vets being so wound up because they have to be on alert all the time there is no downtime and then mm-hmm. they come back with that alertness and yet mm-hmm. you know the world around them is kind of different and it's uh it's how do they de-stress how do they unwind when you've mm-hmm. got this bombardment of negative news and mm-hmm. uh, you know and like what's he up to now you know who i'm talking about mm-hmm. and uh you know and it's it, people go, but but you know, like the world has just gone to hell in a handbasket. There's nothing, to, nothing we can do. Yes, there mm-hmm. is. Oh, that the power of one is mm-hmm. is extraordinary when people step into that that place from love. They, you know, I love a Bernie Sanders. Not forget about the politician. I like mm-hmm. the humanitarian in. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's about humanity. And he doesn't care if you're black, white, pink polka dot. It's about humanity. It's about the justice for humanity. Mm-hmm. And I think if we step more into that where we look to our neighbor, we look to our loved ones, we look towards the that lies within us and stop giving our power away, we won't be so affected by this bombardment around us all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Our choices yeah. is what defines us, right? And what are we choosing to feed? Our fear mm-hmm. or our
1: Absolutely. And that was one of the, you know, deep guidance I got over the last three years is to, to really look away from all that
0: mm-hmm.
1: and look into not only purpose, but also look into the oneness that you mentioned. that And that's really what attuning to love is, and, and then taking it to the next level in the poetry i was shown another definition of right that that's transcendent as the limitless organizing vital essence and wow right so yeah. it, it includes being loving of course and all the qualities of love at ground level here on the planet but it also was the reminder to even transcend all that and look look beyond to the next level of of, of the observer from the Non non-form selves of ourselves, and really unite with that oneness of that consciousness. And you know, some people say, "Oh, that sounds so new agey or whatever." But you think about this: Marcus Aurelius, in the first century A.D., he wrote in the Book Four of his meditation series, "Constantly regard the universe as one living being, having one and one soul, and observe how all the things have reference to one perception." The perception of this one living being and how all things act with one movement, and how all things are cooperating causes of all the things which exist. Observe too the continuous spinning of the thread and the contexture of the web. First century AD.
0: Right. Well, we know when we ascend, when we decide to channel. And to listen to that beautiful divine wisdom that comes from the universe. When we decide to ascend into love and see life from a love perspective, we actually understand that beautiful vibration of, of harmony that we all seek. When you step into love, you can't entertain hate. It's, it's, a, it's a shattering vibration. Mm-hmm. Um it doesn't mean that you you don't like what's going on or you condone things, but it's mm-hmm. instead of sending out hate to them because this is all those people know if they're doing those actions it's mm-hmm. send them out a loving consciousness. May their mm-hmm. heart awaken because mm-hmm. what awakens. How can you harm another?
1: Mm. so true, so true, and that's that's the part of being awake. Mm-hmm. Is in that in that moment of stress, whether it's a, a stressful headline, soundbite on the news, or uh, you know your your teenager comes home, uh, you know, raging about something, right? <laughs> whether it's in our home or in the world, it's that catalyst. It's that moment as awake, conscious people to say, "Okay, what's the highest and best response?" Right, and then just feel rather than try to f- problem solve. You know, jump into problem solving, and that may come later, and that's great. But in the moment, just feel what feels like the the wisest uh, guidance. Like it just, it's a simple movement, and we, and, and as you said earlier, not making things complicated. Mm. But it's like if I, you know, that was that one. The biggest directive is just pause and feel for your guidance. And and that was mm. in the in the trick. Like, what am I going to write next? And it's like no, just be silent and allow the verse yes. to come. Yes. Just feel your way one line at a time, sweetheart, is what I hear.
0: <laughs> well that you know the big word you use there was feel it. You know we we've so stuck up in our heads. You yes. know in order for me to be a superior being I have to have this massive intellect. Um yeah. you know a, I'm always talking, you've heard some of my shows, I talk about knowingness. And the knowingness yeah. is allowing the divine knowledge to come through our souls, to resonate mm-hmm. in our hearts, from our hearts to our spirits into action. And our mind will know what it needs to know, when it needs to know it, without any validation needed. That Thank is you. that divine channeling of truth, isn't it? That is there before you. And you can't argue about it. You don't need to justify it. You don't need to dissect it. It is.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. And there's all kinds of evidence. I mean, think about it: our heart, mm-hmm. our digestion, our liver—it's all up and out. Our mental meddling, right? Yes. It's, all, that in, it's fact, in, fact, ind- in
0: fact, in fact, when the mental goes into turmoil, we send the rest of the body into turmoil,
1: and it comes back to the blocks
0: exactly. that we mentioned.
1: So it's that resistance of the mind that's having a problem with something in the world. Um, it's having that problem is the resistance of not, you know, allowing the flow, and seeing the things in the world maybe is. What if they're, they they look terrible on the surface, but what if they are catalysts for something even greater, right? My depression was a catalyst for my awakening, and I've I've had clients who've gotten cancer and they said it was the best thing that ever happened to yes. me. Yes. Yes. Right. And so, in that moment of pause, when things look terrible, we say, what if it's not the worst possible thing? Like, what if there's something really important that's going to actually progress, you know, that individual and us as a world, you know? And so, that's very harmonious, some people would say naive, but in my experience, you really get centered and grounded when you can pause and look at it from that higher perspective,
0: If you can only see something from the negative, oh, you're naive, Mm -hmm. you know the world is this, this, etc. Make a choice to only see it that way. Mm -hmm. The naivety is in the fact that you are unwilling to see it from another perspective, from another um, dimensional view. You know, it's so many people, I think, going back to that intellect, they're so smart that they are receiving, um, that they're being, you know, driven by... You know, I'm sure you went through this yourself. All this poetry is coming out of you. But then you go, but I wrote those 2,000 words of intellect. And <laughs> you know, there's this, you know, paragraph in front of me that defines it all. And, you know, there, there's the battle of the mind going, you know, the mm-hmm. hierarchy. And it's like, if we could only get out of our heads and, and, and as I say, listen to our heads through our hearts and our souls and mm-hmm. our spirits, we would beification. but we battle so much in our head then the depression hits in, then uh, we start with, through fear, through despondency, through disconnect, our bodies start breaking down um yeah. because our bodies need that to run through the entire um body not, you know not we can't just cut off the head and you know, <laughs> yeah. there's something that we need to shut it down
1: <laughs> yes, and that that whole battle um you know I guess coming from my my the background that I did mm-hmm. is one right yes is really because it there's all one so what's the battle is love battling itself no that doesn't make sense okay. is consciousness battling itself no that doesn't make sense to me and so I was shown a picture of a couple dancing and what I was shown is it's they are one unit dance but they have different roles yes and then I, I saw let love lead oh and i've done you know i've done couple dancing i took ballroom dance so in my body i knew the feeling of mm-hmm. allowing the man to lead the dance and, and and so i even in my body i knew the feeling of letting go and letting that leader mm-hmm. lead the dance and it was like i got it was like oh yes That's it, and then the mind—it's not separate from consciousness. It's an extension of consciousness, just like your finger is an extension of of the body, and it has a function. Or your organ is an extension of the body; it has its own intelligence and its own role, and its role is different from, you know, the broader. But it all plays together, and so I saw, oh, the mind, the intellect, is is the partner in the dance of our physical life. Mm. And that's where I heard, let love lead. And that's that was dynamic and I got it. And, and so it was like, oh, and so who is this intellect? What is that? And then I hear it's the me GM, the mental, emotional, general manager <laughs> like of the that. body You <laughs> like know, and I made me laugh. <laughs> I've shared this with clients and they laugh out loud. It helps us get ourselves so serious. Right. Because so many people call it the ego and then there's and no problem with that. It we It's a common language we all understand but there's a lot of negative connotation with yeah. that and and so it came to I me mean, this is the poetry right using different words the MGM, the, the mental emotional general manager of the bodysuit and and so it was like oh i had so much compassion for that job what an enormous job of managing the energies and the energy talking to the biology and the, the main blocks and trying to cope and still survive and get protect you know wow what an enormous role That is, and so rather than being angry at my mind, which was only the finiter of this experience, I had great compassion, right? And so, then there was an easing of the mind, and then the flow could come, like the poetry, there stopped being a resistance to it. Uh, But that, again, that teaching came through first, and so, Wow. So not only then I stop resisting I started to really embrace like oh what's next you know the yes. next spiritual the next spiritual teaching coming through right so that was a huge let lovely the image of the dancers mm. and the medium you know the mental emotional general manager and it is part of the consciousness but it's the local consciousness yes. it really it it's taking it's taking the 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 knowingness the information from source and applying it here but it's not generating it because I would go back and read these poems and not remember, oh, wow, you know. <laughs> yes,
0: no, that's, that's exactly how I write. Um, you know, I, I may have a topic in my head and then I just let the fingers do the writing and I love it and I go, okay. You know, and mm-hmm. I've gone back and read stuff and thought, oh, you know, this is pretty good. Who wrote this? It's my name at the bottom. <laughs> that's know? right. Uh, because we've stepped into knowingness. Now, you know, So people then say, well, if you don't know what you're doing. And you've stepped into knowingness. Are you abstaining from responsibility of what you're doing? And they don't realize it's that we have stepped into our own divine essence. It's not, we've stepped out of our human selves into our divine essence, divine essence that knows what it's doing. And mm-hmm. then the body, you know, catches up. But if that channeling and that knowingness at the time that we're in it is our cosmic selves to put it another way that is and we don't always allow that voice to be heard um mm-hmm. when we're living in just in the, in the human realm.
1: Mm. Absolutely and that that comes back to the that s word surrender mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then the mind blanches at you know like, mm-hmm. oh no run the mile bad. yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you know so I thought well what is surrender really and that's that is just allowing it's again come back coming back to the dance allowing love it's not saying you know sit over here and be tromped on or you know disavowed in some way no no get in the dance but just know your role yes it's not not your job to lead it's your job to execute on the direction right so it so mine's like oh i have an important job i'm not being demoted And I don't have to be in charge of all this. Oh, God, what a relief, right? Exactly.
0: You know, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the Celtic runes. Really, yes. Um, You know, you have um, the I Ching, which is kind of the the Asian version of it. And the Celtic runes, they've used for centuries, for thousands of years. And there's a particular rune called... um, uh, the Western they call it Gibu, and Celtic it's Fu, and it's it's the cross. You know when we do knots and crosses, it's the cross, and the cross means partnership. And mm-hmm. I actually have a butterfly tattoo on my shoulder that my kids gave for me, and it's two butterflies com- coming together forming an uh, X, which mm-hmm. is that partnership with my children. Mm-hmm. The thing about partnerships is that we each bring ourselves to to the center. You know to the dance floor. And each Mm -hmm. one of us has an important role. But when we get together, we create a wholeness that only together we can do. But we don't abstain from being ourselves. And I think Mm -hmm. this is what people forget. We have a partnership between our cosmic and our human self. As we have Mm -hmm. partnerships with everyone else in life. And we need to live in that harmony of that partnership. I fought my human self for most of my life. Mm-hmm. Because I was a cosmic being trying to, work, you know, live here, um, mm-hmm. and you know that was my battle. And you know, I could finally say I'm pretty well there. You know, I have a few arguments now and again, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it is it does require that work to find that balance because each one of us, my cosmic and my human body, has a role to play. And when we come together, we create harmony.
1: Yes, and the beautiful thing. And when you feel that relaxing in to letting go and Mm -hmm. being the faithful follower and servant to the highest part of ourselves, to that infinite wisdom that lives within every one of us, there is a relief. It is a freedom. It's freedom. And then when you see all that going on in the world, Mm -hmm. you know, we can have great compassion for it and we can even feel the sense of wanting to (laughs) contribute and, and make the world a better place in our own unique way and our special gifts. But you do out the panic and the stress yeah. of, of worry of as you said earlier about being free of the fear, and that really ultimately what attuning to love uh, allows us to do is to allow fear to fall away and really and step into our grace and our grounded centered power, and then anything is possible, right.
0: But the other thing we've got to understand in this is that letting go of our fear is letting go of our control.
1: I also we're mm-hmm. more in
0: control when we let go of control um, mm-hmm. because it's it's very hard to explain that. But it's like you make a choice that comes from the heart and the soul and you know it to be right. But you have no idea how it's going to manifest because that's part of the journey. It will unfold as you go. You know, the poetry will be written as you, as the hand, the pen goes across the page. Mm -hmm. Um, And we've become so much like, oh, I need a manual. I need to know what my itinerary is. What's my destination? How long here? How long there? And we block ourselves so much from the, the wonderment of the journey Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I know, you know I'm about to, to do that, taking a leap. I'm going off to Toronto. I don't know where I'm going to stay. I don't know who I'm going to meet. I just know I have to be there. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's that leap of faith. I'm in order to hear, see and feel. But when mm-hmm. you when you do do that and, and you land in front of the right people and you're in that right place, it's like you have stepped into a symphony you know, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's absolutely wonderful. But is it scary on the human side of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we can make that more into an adrenaline and excitement, can't we?
1: Oh, absolutely. And the the awareness to notice, wow, the body's feeling a little stressed right now, of you know, of the uncertain unknown. And it's just in that noticing that bit of, you know, mental or emotional or physical stress, oh, there's my cue to just ah, pause and leave space. You know, I had a client ask me, you know, he was very stressed out, entrepreneur, and just really, he goes, how can I attune to love that doesn't require positive thinking or meditation? Right, exactly. (laughs) I'm too busy for that. I'm like, what a great question. And so I said, what you're really saying is you want something super, super easy, right?
0: Downloadable app,
1: yes. (laughs) And, and, And I said, you know what? In the moment of your pain, just take a deep breath. Take your hands, literally, and, and push them out as if you were pushing through a crowd. And allow that to symbolize all about the noise in your mind, the noise in the world. And take 10 seconds and create spaciousness around you. And that's it. Don't yes. do anything else. Right. You, the intention of creating that space is to allow it to come through. Is, that is attuning to love, is that conscious yeah. choice to breathe, create the space, and allow the guidance
0: yeah the thing about space this is the important thing um space up in the universe is it it, it is nothing and everything all rolled mm-hmm. into one and mm-hmm. that space that you need around you is that beautiful void of of nothingness and everything it is mm-hmm. that silence and you mm-hmm. know so so many people are scared of silence but pure silence is so Hum. It is so peaceful. It has mm. such clarity. There is so much to be learnt from that silence, but we have so overstimulated all of our senses that mm. you know we're screaming, and we really need to find that silent space, don't we?
1: Mm. It's so true because it is empty, according to our, your intellect, or you know, our uh, human nervous system perceives it as empty. But yet it like it's the all. It's the the allness. It's the emptiness and the fullness, right, that we know. The allness is what when we're in our hearts, we can tap into that. And we know that source energy is completely coherent. And coherent energy is, you know, Heart Math Institute has shown the, the beauty and the science behind it. And that is that is where the we feel that peace on the human level and the connectedness. And then when we feel that, we feel trust, and we feel mm. trust, then we the stress falls away, and the worry about how it's going to unfold, you know, it alls in yes. to place. And so, it you know, in this world, like you said, bombardment, we're looking for what's an easy way. I right. can't Do I can't do any more steps. Yeah. You know? Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, another thing that came to me is imagine when you see a warm bath. Right? Mm. Yes. Oh, I mean, you've got the the, the visceral body feel of that. There's nothing you have to do. You just slip into the bath and then you're in the space. Yes. Peace. Yes. And that's where just taking that moment, you know, you think of I'm slipping into a warm bath. I'm creating the space. Now what? Now what? What? we've We've all got to find
0: what it is. That yeah. tunes us out and, and and tunes us in, so to speak. You know, yeah. I me, mean, it's it's music. You know, I've had a long history of depression. I've actually just been through a wonderful program of Donnelly Caldwell on Galactic Speak, and the beautiful thing about this is that it's galactic language that she channels. It bypasses the head altogether, and it goes straight mm-hmm. to the heart and the soul, mm-hmm. and and it's amazing. And I realised after listening to her why music's so important to me it's mm-hmm. not the words it's not even the tone of the music it's the frequency it's mm-hmm. the frequency of the music that's readjusting me so I could live depression, you know, that one where you're so full of despair, you feel somebody's coming into the gut and pulling it right out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I you know, and it's not a very comfortable feeling and you can't rationalize with it. That's got nothing to do with intelligence. There's no dealing with it. You have to re-divert it. And for me, music is it. Just mm. put the headphones on and just listen to music after music after music. And it seems to penetrate and be that warm bath from the inside out. Mm. It comforts me, it soothes me, it calms me down. It seems to reset. Me, so we have mm-hmm. to find it is it could be a jog, it could be a walk in nature, it could be playing with animals or with children, but we've mm-hmm. got to find what it is that's our our our, our, our moment, right? Mm-hmm. It's because that's yes. that's where we can envelop everything else is when we get to a ah.
1: mm-hmm. absolutely, and you know, as messengers of this, that's what we are offering countless things to you know pointers, if you will to consider and just see what works for you ultimately yes and we're simpler the better because we're, yep. our lives are already so complex that's why we're stressed so these simple things like you said a music and that's why music is such a big part of what i'm doing as well yeah. because you know color and music mm-hmm. and and sound it's all vibration and it does ask the mind um but, and so it's yeah, it well, let's, let's
0: talk to color let's talk to color because mm-hmm. um Color, each, each color has its own vibration, its own signature, its own meaning, its own psychological thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we want to change the way we think, we need to put on different colors. Even the color of food that we eat, eat, you can actually change your diet to feed your chakras. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, got all these shows up here. Um, the color, nothing that just is pretty as most people mm. think. It has a psychological approach on your well-being, doesn't it? And there are sometimes mm. we just have to find that color that really, again, takes us to that space.
1: Mm. Absolutely. I mean, uh, visualizations, I've had people do, uh, they've asked, well, how can I meditate? And I said, well, you don't necessarily have to meditate. Just think of a color that feels mm. good. Like, just picture a color in your mind for 10 seconds, right? It, it, don't think about it. Just what color we right now. <laughs> you know, if you could wrap yourself in a a blanket of color what would you choose and so you're never going to be wrong with that mm. but even on a practical level when i go into the closet you know you know i have i only keep the clothes there that i like well, and wear one day i'll put on a coat and as soon as i get it on my body i have to take it off yes yes <laughs> i know that one <laughs> like, oh not that and then then another god forbid i'd wear white after labor day <laughs> <laughs> Lord, <laughs> but, yeah. you know, some days, body saying, you know, soul saying, white, wear white, right. okay, oh, you, <laughs> you not gonna you, leave you, the house,
0: <laughs> you know. On, yeah, On the top of the bed is like a dozen outfits because you love them and you felt yes. good in them, you've had good memories in them, but they just don't fit you. Yeah. And you may go through your entire wardrobe before you can find something, and sometimes you're just not going to. It's sometimes. It feels like part of you, an extension of you, and sometimes it just feels like clothes.
1: That's right. And you know, when you wear that clothes that's really harmonizing with you today, people go, oh, I love that shirt yeah. on you.
0: <laughs> They've seen it a dozen times, but you're resonating at a different vibration today, so they see it in a different way.
1: Absolutely. And that's all part of letting love lead. You know, it's what does that also mean? It's hearing the call of your soul, listening into the, the higher wisdom which is always alert to your well-being, and it's always guiding in very simple ways, like what clothes and what colors you wear on your body. Everything is, you know, God, current. that is its true nature. And so it's always encouraging us to be and do in coherence mm. and peace. So whether it's the, cl- the color that you wear or the food that you eat or the walk that you take or the the conversation you have with a dear loved one like all of these things are guiding us to coherence mm. and then that's our true power and then when we come together in community in that in that coherence it's like wow wow i mean things are already shifting on the planet but when we consciously come together in our hearts attuned to this the highest part of ourselves it's 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 palpable
0: it's the symphony um, Absolutely, you know people. say, You know, how can you be so positive um, with all that's going on in the world? And I say because I've had the honor of doing a thousand shows of interviewing people who have embraced their challenges, even embraced mm-hmm. their demons. You know, or everybody that I've interviewed has gone through it. Mm-hmm. You are doing what you're doing because you've taken the journey, and through mm-hmm. that journey, you've found your meaningful purpose that you're now sharing as a service to to the global community. Mm-hmm. And those journeys are so real and are so authentic. And they give us such strength, courage, and inspiration and invitation to, for us to take our own journey, knowing we're not alone, knowing there's others out there that have achieved what you want to achieve. But even more than the knowledge, because I call it the autism here, it's the vibration. For everybody, you've turned your vibration up so much from where you were and you're resonating on that vibration, on that frequency. And that transcends out there like a beacon to people. And so we've got so many people in the world right now rising up in harmony, in seeking of, that, of, of a symphony, of creating together, that it's, it's already penetrating people that have opened up that consciousness to receive. And they're not quite sure where it's coming from in that they're now open enough to go seeking for their own journey
1: absolutely and with all the crazy out there it's there's a choice are you gonna look away
0: mm-hmm.
1: and look for the good within yourself first and then and that outward you know be that beacon you know it's a choice you know i stopped listening to all that because uh, not that i'm sticking my head in the sand right. I, I know i know that's that that's there but it's not my lane and so yeah. I, it's not my lane to be in the you know, political arena or in and, you know my uh, local government. That's not my lane. And there are people, that is their purpose, and that's their lane. So I send it blessings, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I'll see a headline, and it's enough for me to say, may you be healthy in every way. And, and then I move on. And so I, I then look away and spend my time looking for the good. And then how can I help expand the goodness that is here in our world? And I think that's really the answer. This yeah. is attuning to love. It's a transcendent view of life. What if these horrible things aren't so horrible? What if they're serving a higher purpose we can't yet see? And then it's boots on the ground, the practical application mm-hmm. of that, of looking for the good, being the good, and being present as goodness, even if you're not saying a word, right? Being in your heart.
0: Empowering, yeah. you know. That's the thing. It's it's is when you have your own self empowerment, you you cannot step into love in the world until you first find that love within you, because you are that instrument. And if your instrument isn't finely tuned, you know, it's going to be the violin off key. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that could be rather irking. So you mm. know, we we owe it to ourselves and we owe humanity to be the best instrument that we can be, to take mm-hmm. that journey. And as I said earlier. You and I have taken a very long journey to get where we are. But because the frequency has been turned up, people who are waking up right now are on an escalation far faster. Because they've got the support of people like yourself out there. They're not alone. They've got resources. They've got people who are already pushing their energy onto them to allow them to grow faster. And they're also doing this because they need the world to step into that heart consciousness that love consciousness before we destroy ourselves completely
1: mm. stepping into the heart it is our one true power mm-hmm. it is it is that oneness yes it is it is that one and we need not make it hard right know. but don't we like to <laughs> oh and, and that's well that's the meGM yes We're dealing with <laughs> you know complicated stuff i mean it's got a lot to manage so it's used to things that's comfort zone, yes, and so we have to encourage the the MeGM to get out of camp comfort, right? And uh, which is the simplicity. it is it is our one true power. and so it's just that create space, keep it simple. Mm. Whatever that is, space for the music, yep. space for the, the space for the uplifting conversations. you know, what are we creating space for? And when we notice the uh, the, the agitation, of the minds and then we believe ourselves back to the self love as you were saying. It's there is a line from one of my poems that says um let me see what we see, what we are is not what we've been dealt, not our wins or losses or feelings we felt. And so that's that transcendent view that yeah. those are just experiences of the suit. But it's not really what we are. It's it's not our true eternal infinite selves.
0: Yeah, yeah I'm always saying um, be emotionally tuned in, but don't get emotional,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Because we need mm-hmm. to be tuned to emotions. Each each one of them has a very significant role to play, and mm-hmm. a, and a guidance. Like if one emotion is riding high, what's the reason behind it? You know, how do we bring it down into an equilibrium? When mm-hmm. we get emotional, we become emotional, mm-hmm. and then there is no reasoning with anything. We just become reactive. Mm-hmm. And then everything blows out of proportion. I call it the CNN effect, taking a pimple and making it a volcanic eruption, right? <laughs> yes. And, you know, how many of us have done that in our lives? I'm putting up, you know, I've I've got certain people that know which button to push on me. And every time mm-hmm. I'm trying to, you know, bring it myself back down, but they've pushed that button. And it's, mm-hmm. it's somewhere along the line I'm allowing it to happen, right? Mm-hmm. When you step into that consciousness that I I will be the harmony I seek, this is my boundary, not borders, boundary mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. me, that I will um, gladly meet you at this vibration. I mm-hmm. will gladly work with you at this vibration. But if your vibration is lower and angry and mad, I cannot meet you there.
1: Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I have this thing. I say, say yes to the no, you know, because it's, because there of those vibrations that really aren't, contributing to our coherence, mm. you know, to our peace. And so to, to be able to give yourself permission to say yes to the no. I, I have another poem called Give No a Chance, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, give no a chance. It, it can be a very good thing. And yes. so, um, you know, it, and that's because that when we are saying yes to the no, we're saying no to the clutter. We're saying no to the sensationalized headlines and the fear. And we're saying yes to the space of tapping into our guidance.
0: You know, um, I'm always talking about being of service to the world, but uh, there's a very fine line between service and servitude. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people become servants, um, abstaining from any uh, power themselves. When you're of service, you know, you are within empowerment and you're giving freely of free will. And that's Mm -hmm. the beauty of it. Um, We don't realize as a society how much we have become slaves to Mm -hmm. the dictation of media, Um, We've got a new series coming out, um, Ecoism, Because Normal is Over, and it's done by a documentaryist who made this movie, Normal is Over. And the bottom line of our ecological problem is our consumerism. Um, Mm -hmm. We have consumed more than the planet resources can supply. We are so wasteful. But if you look at it, the things that we consume are constantly trying to replace a feeling that lies within us that we haven't yet tapped into. We buy stuff to make ourselves happy. It's not the stuff that's going to be happy. The happy is an inside job.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's you know, we, we look for, we're trying to fill up on that happy feel. Yeah. But yet, you know, we, we see the happy is fleeting. We think about uh, all the successes that we've had and the victories and and how long did that bliss last? Yeah until we were back into stress mode. And so trying to, you know, seek happiness, it's not it. It's not joy is not something you get. It's what yeah. you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's what you are. When you're really tapped in your true nature, you feel that what you are is that deep contentment. You know, you, or you, you are that infinite, um, infinite peace that includes joy and it c- includes, you know, sobriety. It includes uh the non-agitation for needing something it, it is just deep contentment and yeah
0: you know when, when we you you know depression and and uh, yeah. i do too and a lot of people that are in the area it's a form of depression because you feel paralyzed and then you have people what i you know go and buy something and they get what i call the sugar high you know, extreme mm-hmm. high in ethoria, and then they crash down again. And mm-hmm. what we're talking about when you're in of love, when you're in state of harmony, you're on an even plane. You don't go high, you don't go low, you ripple out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's where, you know, my experience with depression is the, what also goes with that oftentimes is addiction. And because it's speaking to that high and low, where the depression is this deep sense of emptiness, Mm. And and then we're trying to fill that with something. For me, it was food. And so it, it was, a, the, you know, trying to, you know, emotionally eating and all of that. And eventually, you know, in my 20s, I, 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 well, by the end of my 20s, I really kind of came to the bottom of it and healed that. So I, I have a, such a deep compassion for depression and the trying to fill that in hole. And so that's another thing that when we tune in to our hearts, which then helps us be more coherent. Then we are now opening that channel for source, which is f- fullness, and and all that is, and that rushes in, and the emptiness leaves. Yeah. And yeah. and so, and there's so many ways to even to do that. And for some people, it's very again boots on the ground. Mm-hmm. I want to be of, I want to be of service. I want to feel like I'm doing something meaningful. By all means, go there. You that's, know, that's for me. You. Yeah, you know, my, my like my
0: depression always came about when I felt that I wasn't contributing. If I am not serving a purpose, what the hell am I doing here? Exactly. I, you know, and exactly. that was always what drove me. And, and every time I got into you know, very dark places, you know, come on, boss, come and hit me, it's because mm-hmm. I felt that I had no purpose here. You know, when I mm-hmm. stepped into a true purpose where I really feel connected and that I was having an impact in life, you know, mm-hmm. then I stepped into, into my harmony um, mm-hmm. because I think that's what we need. Like, as you said, everybody has a role to play in the dance. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's not giving yourself over to your partner where you forget your role. It's about mm-hmm. bringing your role to your partner so that the dance can truly be authentic and truly be true.
1: hundred mm, percent. And that's, you know, part of the, one of the things I struggle with purpose as well is because I denied the artistic part of me at, mm. at points throughout my life. Eventually I became an artist, but it was a fight, you know, fight. I worked with college students who are just, you know, in anguish about, you know, what do they study? What do they major in? They just, you know, they're lost. They don't know, and so I fully appreciate that because I went through that as well. So it's like if we look at the clues of what we did as children, what we gravitated, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. did we start the lemonade stand? Are we natural, you know, entrepreneurs, or did we draw all the time, or were we drawn to musical instruments, or were we organizing the closet for our, our, our mothers? You know, there's there's all the natural clues in our childhood start to point in the direction of an essence. And then, you know, you can go through that process of just see what when you're not trying hard and you just are being yeah. and doing what you love, there are clues in that. And so then, you know, if you need help with that, you have you know, a friend or a loved one or someone who's neutral can help you identify those natural instincts and gifts. And you, it's like a puzzle. You turn over all the pieces mm-hmm. of your life and your gifts and your experiences and your hardships. You put it all together and it, it starts to reveal that mysterious picture of, of one's purpose, right? Which is always changing. There's not one yes. thing.
0: Right? I mean, <laughs> we have many chapters in our book of life, absolutely. And, you know, right. again, going back to the time now, you know, um, you know, going back to that galactic speak, I'd never heard of it before. And, you know, now suddenly it's popping up because we as human beings in our consciousness now are ready to receive it. When I was a child... I was a spiritual counselor. I had no idea how I knew the knowledge, but mm-hmm. I would be counseling my teachers, you know, I completely half the time not even knowing what I'm saying to them, but it made <laughs> sense to them, right? It's just, and I didn't even know what I had or what I was doing. I was just into knowingness and gave them what they needed to know, and that was it. You know, I had no understanding, and of course, I was a child, so obviously, I mean, they they heard me, but... It was still not something that could be validated. I remember somebody saying to me, you've got all the answers, you've got all the ability, you've got the gift, but you don't have the piece of paper, so no one's going to take you seriously. Mm -hmm. And and Mm -hmm. there lies the problem. Everything is about that piece of paper. Mm -hmm. And it shouldn't be. It should be about the action taken and the results coming Mm -hmm. from that, not the piece of paper. And I think that's something we need to kind of really look at Uh, stop looking for that validation on a piece of paper. That doesn't mean it's true. How has it had an effect on you? Mm -hmm. And how have you been willing to let it have an effect on you? Because that is where the truth lies.
1: Absolutely. It's like if you feel it in your heart, go for it yes and you know your your evidence your piece of paper will be the results you get Mm -hmm. you know that's enough (laughs)
0: yeah but we've we've got to be willing i mean you know people say to me who listens to these shows and i say all those that are ready to hear i'm not Mm -hmm. talking about listeners people could listen but when they actually truly hear what we're saying that means they're ready for this knowledge, they're ready to take this knowledge up to that next level, and that next phase of their journey. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not for everybody. I'm the. I'm ready. For, I'm there with the expertise, with the tools from all the beautiful people that I interview. All the answers, as I say, forget about the apps for it. I have a show for it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the, and these are people that have been there, done that, taken the journey, and they're not here to tell you how to do it. They're there to share how they did it and share the tools and you've heard the show and you're ready for that assistance we're here for you but i think there's very much difference between people who just listen and those that truly hear
1: Absolutely. And, and, and in this time of, of stressful media, the best thing they could possibly do is turn it off and go to self-discovery radio. I mean, truly. <laughs> I mean, re- <laughs> It's true. I mean, there's not any topic that you don't have there. Right. <laughs> and, you know, every show is full of energy and inspiration. And, you know, uh, it meets everyone. I mean, it, and there's something for everyone if you look. And, and so it's just, you know, I just want to say thank you so much for what you're doing. Uh, I've listened to several of your shows and I just... I love it. I I love the community. I love the inspiration. I feel from every guest, from all walks of life. uh, And it's very inspiring. And so I just wanted to say that. Thank you so much.
0: Well, it's because of people like you. I wouldn't have a a station like this that has so much... You know, beautiful wisdom. That's why I call it the orchard, uh, you know, wisdom, ready for people to pick. Because if you hadn't taken your life's journey and if you weren't willing there now to be of inspiration, of service to others, I wouldn't have a station of such beautiful wisdom. It is ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And we've got mm-hmm. to realize we're ordinary, but we can become extraordinary by mm-hmm. what we choose to embrace in life. And yes, you're going to find that embracement here on Self-Discovery Radio. But, uh, you know, it's for the people that are ready to hear. Um, mm. You know, it's not, no, it's not the 15-minute solution thing. These shows are an hour because we've only touched on your story. We've mm-hmm. only touched on your story and what you're offering. You know, now it's, it's for you, the listener, to, to, to investigate even more. And go to Karina's site, to go and explore what else she does, to reach out and talk to her because I'm purely the introduction. The people with the skills are the people I interview.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's, uh, you know, I love what you said about, you know, when we really have power, we can, ordinary people can be extraordinary mm-hmm. and and then when we come together in community like what your program does, we become exponentially extraordinary. Yeah. Right. You know, and so that—that's what is so about all the sharing and all the conscious conversations that you're having, and it really inspires me to you know make those connections in the work that I'm doing uh, as well. And so, um, and and speaking of story, this is a wonderful invitation for people to look their own story and to see where are you know where are the complaints, mm-hmm. and then and then turn that around, and how how are those complaints actually a blessing or a gift or uh, a catalyst for new direction. I've heard you say, call it a redirect, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. And um, those redirects. And so that's empowering. We can notice that we have a a problem. Let's say the mind wants to label it as a problem. But then our consciousness, our high self, our soul says, what if it's not a problem? Really have this be a road sign for a new redirect. And and then it it doesn't feel like such a problem. Okay, all right. Mm -hmm. So not not that, okay, but maybe this, right? And and when
0: we get out of our heads and we trust our hearts and souls, you know, we can be at that crossroads. And, you know, I mean, for the last few months, I've been looking for a new place to move to. You know, it was just like, I know I needed a, a new chapter in my own personal life and and, and also a new chapter in the radio station because mm-hmm. I have so many beautiful experts on here. Why are we not doing more? So we've created a community where we're doing more now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it, it it was kind of forming in my head and it had come to me. And, and my life was in limbo there for a while and I had to kind of step away from myself. Mm-hmm. and and then have conversations with people. And then those conversations with people go, why don't you go back to the beginning of what your philosophy is? And when I went back to the beginning and looked at the philosophy, of course, I was there all the time. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we're so busy looking that we don't realize it's there and we need those conversations or we need to hear to other people because it becomes uh aha now i've got it right Mm -hmm. and then you suddenly have it and everything falls into place and you get really busy and there's no time on your hands
1: (laughs) <laughs> you know? Well, that that limbo, you know, there's the l- life is the ebb and the flow. And imagine if we were always on, turned on, you know, as in the doing. Yeah. And that and that limbo, really, this, it, you know, it's the universe's way of giving us space. Yeah. To to be and to be in that chrysalis and to let all of the the past experiences kind of integrate, and so that way we, we can reestablish coherence again, so that when we're ready to come out and fly in the new chapter. That we were more whole and we're stronger, but I know in my experience, when I were in the moments of limbo, I mean, i have coming out of three years of that, of an old chapter ending and, and this whole new thing beginning. There, there are moments where it's like that little bit of um, distrust or that little bit of concern, of, you know? Okay, financially and this and that and the other yes. thing, you know, it'll creep in. But then the being attuned, it's like okay, I gotta I gotta really practice this and of uh-oh, right, that moment of fear is, to you know, breathe, take the yeah. space, and then and allow to see what comes through, and then it, it does, and so, and very quickly, once you yeah. make that choice.
0: Of, and, and the floodgates open. All of a sudden, and, the people that, you know, like in my case, I mean, I have great people on here, but the people I kind of needed to go to the next level, um, mm-hmm. I didn't go seeking them. They were there. Yeah you know they're just like my god you're a fit you know oh, you know it's let's like, do something and the next thing you know you've done it and yes. you know and those are the kind of people i love you know it's um one of the reasons i'm going to toronto is i need that energy i need those let's do it people you know mm-hmm. um, to 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 get behind the radius and take it up to this next level and it's i'm I'm a, I'm a that kind of person when when i see something that needs to be done let's do it and automatically the universe brought me those people and you know hence we've got all these shows coming up uh mm. under the new community where we're also raising funding and awareness of associations and organizations that are doing such exceptional work um mm. and then going to be providing them all the, the the people who can be of service to them with the tools that they need mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. this is what we're building on right now but that, i think be afraid to grow don't mm. be afraid to build you know don't be afraid to, to step out of your comfort zone and explore and and let's what happens happens to you and even if you think well how can I do this just go and do it and then you will attract the people that can help you to go further
1: mm, absolutely and it, really that speaks to the fall in love with limbo you mm. know because <laughs> l- look what happens yes. right and it's kind of like you think, like, oh I don't know how to you know if you're out in the water and you know I don't know really how to swim very well we'll just float you know <laughs> you know the harder you tread and try to do when you're in that phase of limbo the harder it gets and then you sink but just like if you relax, take a deep breath, feel your lungs, and float, then all of a sudden ah it it all eases out
0: i had and, a had a fisherman on the show a little while ago, and uh, um you know at night fishing, the crew goes to sleep, one stays up on the boat, you know, starts preparing and. Monitoring the boat, and he got swished off board. And of course, everybody was asleep and didn't know he had gone. So, when they woke up and found him gone, they had no idea how long ago or how far back he was. And he Mm. was in the water for over 12 hours. But Mm. he took off his boots and put them under his armpit, and they kept him afloat. (laughs) Right? So, there's always a lifeline somewhere, folks, if you're willing to think outside of the box. (laughs)
1: <laughs> creative solution exactly exactly
0: and and that's the and also you know he didn't give in to you know I'm never going to see my family again or anything like that he just kind of kept thinking about all when he gets back or all, all that mm-hmm. he would appreciate and, and that is a question of looking forward because mm-hmm. when you're looking forward that's what you're inviting the universe to bring to you if you mm-hmm. live in the panic and the fear well the universe will deliver that too right because it's going mm-hmm. to it's going to deliver vibration match our vibration
1: love that what a beautiful story
0: yeah quite an extraordinary one and the Mm -hmm. the amazing thing about it i said did you get the boot factory to sponsor you yeah they didn't want to know and i thought what the boots went through the roof after he did this you know I thinking, what I'd be what all over him. He, <laughs> he still wears the boots. He got teased for wearing the boots on the boat, and now everybody's wearing the boots on the boat. <laughs> but a simple fisherman who had this life-changing story that becomes such an inspiration of of mm, courage mm. and of tenacity of finding a way to stay afloat right mm. so sometimes that's all you need to do just stay afloat stay alive mm-hmm. the, the rescue is coming <laughs> mm.
1: it just shows there is there is literally grace everywhere mm-hmm. when you look for it you know yeah yeah beautiful.
0: yeah <laughs> well we're definitely going to have to have you back on again because i know we got a lot more to talk about for now my love would you let everybody know how they can get hold of your, your book i know it's coming in an ebook because it's also audio and and, um, and visual and like a video uh, when it's coming out how people will be able to get it and also how they can find you
1: yes so pretty simple it's attuned to love everything so attuned to love.com is my website if you go to facebook type in attuned to love you'll get my page on instagram twitter just type in a tune to love, you'll find me there. And book, it's an enhanced ebook, meaning there are, uh, along with words, there are my, my artwork, photography, and there are videos that include the poetry, the uh, visuals, and the music. And so it's embedded with a lot of media. And so my printer tells me at this time, the iPad uh, can view a media-rich uh, book. And so that version will come out in November and there'll be more information on my website as far as where people can get that. And then the audio book will be coming out early in 2018. And so I'll you know be announcing that on my page and website as well. And, and um, of as course far-
0: all your videos as well, because you've got all of that for, for people too.
1: Yeah, so the event that I'm doing is called Attuned to Love Unplugged. And so I mentioned that briefly earlier. A chance for us all to come together and to watch positive media. There are, I call them high-vibe mini-films. Because they they're the poetry put to medium music, and they're about three minutes. They're short, and so it's an opportunity for us to decompress our nervous system, relax, and then have go into conscious conversation and and a short meditation. And so it's kind of a, like a ninety-minute um, program of watching some of these videos and interspersing that with conscious conversation, perhaps some coaching if someone has challenges and uh, meditation time. So. It really is creating t- together, creating the space to really call in the highest version of ourselves, our infinite wisdom, and, and then share that with the world. And so we're, I call it tune to love, to love Unplugged to unplug from the frenzy of our crazy world and all the, um, all the media that's stressful. Mm-hmm. And so I'll be doing those in the southeast here in the fall, and um, I'll be in Arizona in January. And it looks like I'll be in March uh, in the Orlando area. So um, so that that's the new thing I'm kind of um, uh, doing. Uh, it's unfolding, and I'm very excited about that.
0: Wonderful. Well, we're going to have you, and I think I'm going to have you on the Channeling Ascension show with Christina Hill. And, uh, you know, to come and look at her video here of, um, of the, the trailer of the book, all you have to do is put as Karina Holt in the search engine here on Self Discovery Radio and her show and and everything else will come up. And if you've um, not got this just from the link, but you've got it from the audio, and uh, come and see what it's all about because, uh, you know, just... Few minutes of listening to that because I think it's a six-minute trailer. You, you will already be sended, and uh, this is what we need. We've got to realise that we're very capable of of transcending, of of ascending into into our beautiful divine presence. Uh, you know, living in harmony with with human and and. Um, cosmic self and we're very able to being part of the solution to the world it's all about choice and it's uh but you do need those techniques and you do need those solutions that help you get there because we understand that that transition out of head and into heart can sometimes be difficult once you listen to this you let yourself immerse into it you will see that already it will shift your vibration so please do come and listen to the trailer book and uh, share this show um because that's what it's all about share the wisdom um you never know whose heart it's and that's what we're here for is to ignite hearts uh into love because folks as corny as it is love is all we need right Green? <laughs>
1: <laughs> absolutely absolutely
0: well thank you so much for being with us here today kareen
1: it's it's been a wonderful joy to have this conversation and uh, thank you so much.
0: I look forward to our next show with you. And to everyone, remember, love and kindness is the key to everything in life. Love and kindness to yourself. And when you earn that love and kindness to yourself, you can't help but be love and kindness to everyone else. You are the solution that this planet needs. Please step into love. It's a beautiful place to be. Until next time, bye for now.